The issue at the border is becoming dire because of Biden's policies, but it's still Trump's fault. Uh, and I just got an I just bought an anthology of Mark Twain's best stories. I'll tell you why. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I was going to have two, uh, three stories today, but I changed my mind because I think for two reasons. One, I think the first story is going to take a while and we're going to talk about the border crisis, even though it's not really a crisis, but it kind of is. And we're going to talk about the, uh, we were going to talk about Meghan Markle and her interview, her and Prince Harry's interview with uh, Oprah Winfrey, because I think it's important to talk about that a little bit because it, it actually is a sign that the, the woke BS that is happening in the United States is now happening in England and it's beginning to attack the institutions in England. The problem with the Markle story is that I hate the British royals and I, I, I hate Meghan Markle and I don't like Prince Harry and I really couldn't care less what happened. And I, so I cuss a lot. So I'd rather have it as a separate episode and just start that episode as a, hey guys, keep your kids out of the room. So we'll move on to just a couple stories. So today might be sh- shorter. I don't know. We're going to see. But so there seems to be an itty bitty pro- problem at the border, the Mexican border these days. Uh, no one's talking about it except those who live on the border. Border crossings are at highs that are competitive with 2018. Now, you may remember 2018, uh, 2017, we had, basically, we were averaging about 130,000 people crossing the border illegally. And actually, when I say 130,000 crossing illegally, that's 130,000 caught. So, there were plenty. They were talking 200, they were talking 200, 250,000 people were crossing the border and a bunch actually did get through. In January uh, 2021, there were 80,000 crossings on the border. As a matter of fact, if you look from the election of Joe Biden in November, it has been going up very slowly. I believe it was in, um, in September and or sorry, October and September, it was around 30,000 were crossing. And at one point, there was actually about 10,000 crossing. So President Trump really did handle the border well. Um, The stay in Mexico policy and things like that really were working. And Mexico cooperating with the United States to prevent these caravans from going off, it was great. But after uh, Biden got elected, and one of the things he pushed was that he was going to basically open the borders. He was going to cancel the uh, border wall. He was going to cancel the stay in Mexico order. And he did pretty much all of that. So in January, in November, there were 74,000 people that crossed. In uh, December, there were 76,000. And now 80,000 have crossed in January. And the Border Patrol right now is saying that it's very possible that we probably have over 100,000 people uh, crossing the border in February. Now, that's a lot of people, especially considering February is a short month. Uh, The statistics aren't quite out yet because it's just the beginning of March right now. 
But the Biden administration has promised to let these people through and promised to come up with a pathway to citizenship, which is just another word for amnesty. Now, mind you, we did the amnesty thing back in the 1980s and the same crap happened back in the... I I don't know why we keep trying the same policies and thinking they're going to... It's going to get better. Uh, The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Uh, Reagan did it, and Reagan was not exactly a left-wing character. He tried to do amnesty, and we had ended up with 100,000 crossing the borders. But um, so far, since Biden got elected, there have been three caravans that have gone through Mexico from Central America into the United States. A fourth caravan is on its way. The funny thing is these caravans are actually wearing, these caravans, people are actually wearing professionally made Biden t-shirts with let me cross written on them. Makes you kind of wonder where they're actually getting these t-shirts. So the mainstream media is seeing that there might be a problem at the border, especially with all the cross crossings. And a lot of the media is hearing this not just from Republicans, they're also hearing it from Democrats. There are Democrats within districts in Texas and Arizona that are saying, wait a minute, this is getting crazy. Because this catch and release thing is beginning to happen. And people are crossing the border and the border patrol is being overrun. When asked if there's a crisis at the border by the mainstream media, not Steve Ducey, but by the mainstream media, CNN, MSNBC, Homeland Security Director Alejandro Mayorkas said, no, there's no crisis. Do you believe that right now there's a crisis at the border? I think that the the answer is no. Uh, I think there is a challenge at the border that we are managing, and we have our resources dedicated to, to managing it. So it's just a challenge. Just an FYI, this move to cross the border is in January, when it's cold and it's wet, even in Mexico. What's going to happen when it warms up in the spring and summer, when crossings are far more common? That's right. We're looking at 100 to 150K thousand crossings, and that's just who we catch. Barack Obama in 2014 thought it was a crisis when 68,000 illegal aliens crossed into the United States. Remember that? That was when Barack Obama did not want illegal crossings into the United States. It's also the time when the Obama-Biden administration built those cages for kids that everyone's blaming Trump for. Well, guess what? It's Trump's fault again. Because apparently... It's not a crisis, but Mayorkas also knows it's going to be a crisis. So he kind of sat back and started blaming the Trump administration for the crisis. Listen to this. Entire systems are not rebuilt in a day or in a few weeks. Uh, To put it succinctly, the prior administration dismantled our nation's immigration system in its entirety. Um, when I started 27 days ago, I learned that we did not have uh, the facilities available or equipped uh, to administer the humanitarian laws that our Congress passed years ago. We did not have the personnel, policies, procedures, 
for training to administer those laws. Um, quite frankly, the entire system was gutted. What the hell is he talking about? This is just a lie, a flat-out lie. Now, a bunch of things that he said are just way out there. He said that the systems that were, were torn down, um, the humane, humanitarian systems were torn down by the Trump administration. What he's talking about is the cages were torn down by the Trump administration. The cages that were built by the Obama administration were torn down by the Trump administration because of the backlash from the liberal media about kids in cages. That's what's happened. As far as gutted, I, I, I'm not really sure what he's talk, talking about. Trump built 250 miles of border wall. The Border Patrol all supported Trump during the last election, and he gave them all the help they needed. The facilities he's talking about, again, are those cages. And Trump did tear those down, and Trump needed to tear those down. And what personnel did Trump disseminate? The personnel that used to register the illegal aliens and then release them into the interior of the United States? Is that, is that the personnel he's talking about? Because Trump had set up a deal with Mexico so that illegal aliens would have to stay in Mexico while their asylum claims were heard? And because the uh, Mexican government decided to help us at their southern border to stop these caravans from coming up? We, so we suddenly we didn't need all these people to process people, illegal aliens, and send them back out? Come on, dude. You're going to have to do better than that. Trump actually fixed the problem. Biden gets elected and suddenly, based on opening the borders, and suddenly border crossings are doubling and tripling, and you're going to blame the Trump administration for that? That didn't happen when Trump left office. That didn't happen until Biden got elected. We're not even talking got into office. This happened when he got elected. So here's what Biden's doing. Um, he's doing catch and release again. So basically, and this is what has a lot of people in tech, even Democrats are bitching about this. They're coming onto Fox News and complaining about this. So people are coming across the border. They're being uh, interviewed. They're given a ticket. You need to show up to court so we can talk about your asylum claims. They're being given a, tr a bus ticket to wherever they want to go. And they're being released and they never show up again. Catch and release what Obama did. It didn't work when Obama did it. And big irony, and I can't wait to see how the, I, we've already seen how the media is handling it. They're opening the cages again. They're not calling them cages now. They're calling them soft-walled... What did they call them? Soft-walled... Uh, soft structures is what they're calling them. Basically, they are barracks and tents. Because here's the problem. Um, I, I, unattended child crossings are up something like 300%. This last, since this year began, since Biden took office, there have been 3,200 
unattended crossings of children. By the end of 2021, they are expecting between 9 and 11,000 unattended crossings, unattended child crossings in uh, across the border this year. That's up from 1,300 last year. I know it's a concept of white supremacy, but do the math. That's over an 800, it's an 800 to 1,000% increase. I do math because I'm a white supremacist, apparently. So, yeah, that's a lot. And these kids are not crossing because they've decided to come over. They're crossing because they're getting pulled in by coyotes. They're being pulled in by the cartels, the drug cartels. Or their parents are just saying, go. Because once you get on the other side, then we will come with you eventually. This is just terrible absolutely terrible. And a lot of those kids become victims of crime. But to sit there and say in two, in a month and a half, 3,200, and I think I'm being conservative. I think it might be 3,600, but let's be conservative. 3,200 kids. And these kids are not 17. These are eight and nine year old kids. Fox News actually had a report that showed the reporter talking to this eight and nine-year-old kid. The border patrol officer asked where the parents were, and the kid said they didn't know. Okay, there it is. It's it's up on the television right now. The in the past two weeks, I said two months. The past two weeks, thirty-two hundred and fifty unattended children were crossing. This is from the New York Times. So this is extremely disturbing, and that's scary. Because a lot of those kids end up being victims. And contrary to what the Biden administration is saying is, they are not bringing those kids back to their parents. Do you know why? They can't find the parents. The parents are in Mexico. They can't find them. They have returned about 10% of the children that have crossed the border into Mexico and returned them to their parents. Now, here's something that, that 32, what the Biden administration is saying, well, we've returned 300 and some odd kids. That's only 10% of the kids that are crossing. Do you notice that the Biden administration uses percentages? And I talked about this in an earlier podcast, but they use percentages for when they're convenient. So you don't want to say you return 10% of the kids that cross the border. You want it because that would say, well, 350 kids, 10% of that is 3,200 kids cross the border. You want to say we returned 350 kids, whereas the Trump administration only sent 100 kids, which, by the way, is about 10%. Yeah, you don't want to say that because it doesn't look like he's accomplishing anything. It is so bad that those tenements will be filled at 100% capacity. So the Biden administration has said, uh, we're going to completely open those, you know, children in cages. We're going to completely open those cages, put those kids in the cages at 100% capacity. That's how many kids are crossing the border. We're not talking adults here. We're talking children. And by the way, why didn't they have those open at 100% capacity? Because the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, recommended that those tenements be at 50% because of COVID. Well, guess what? 
what happened to COVID? Well, apparently, COVID is not an issue for the Biden administration when it comes to illegal aliens. At the time of this, 108 illegal aliens have been diagnosed with COVID, but are being processed anyway. I think it's time to spit on the you're a bad human being without a mask policy that Biden keeps trying to push, because that's not a thing anymore. Why should we wear masks and worry about social distancing if he doesn't even care if illegal aliens are doing it and they're being processed and sent out? And people in Arizona and Texas, even California, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're finally beginning to open this stuff and you're just letting people in who may have who may have COVID. A lot of the folks that end up being tested and do have COVID, they're not being released right away. They're actually being housed so that they can get better and then they'll release them. This is what Biden has done in his 44 days, 45 days of being president. He's ended the stay in Mexico order. He's ended the building of the border wall, which not only is allowing Hispanics into uh, illegal aliens, I don't want to say Hispanics, illegal aliens into the country, but it also is, um, it cost us about five, 6,000 jobs. And he set up a 100-day deportation moratorium. So we can't even send them back. Listen, we know what this whole thing is about. Let's Let's call it what it is. Biden is going to let as many illegal aliens as he can into the country. And when his administration decides it's a crisis, he's going to blame Trump. We already know that's that's already happening. He's going to release illegals into the interior, interior, just like Barack Obama did. He's then going to find a pathway to citizenship for illegal aliens. That's right. Amnesty. That's what he wants. And now the Democrats are trying to pass this H.R. 1 bill, which we talked about yesterday. So we know they're going to try and get it so that illegal aliens, along with felons, can all go out and vote. Is this going to work? I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I'm feeling less confident that it won't work by the second. Here's the problem that the Democrats and the Biden administration, and by the way, Biden's not even running his administration anymore. The guy is completely gone. He is absolutely gone. But I think the problem they're going to have is with legal immigrants in this country. Josie, my fiance, love her to death. She's Mexican. She is a legal resident. She has been since she was about four years old, five years old. She speaks English better than I do. She wants everybody picked up and thrown right back. Anybody who's illegal, even dreamers, we disagree on this. Okay, we disagree on this. She wants everyone thrown back over. Her family thinks the same thing. You're here illegally, throw your ass back over. That's what she's that's what she said. She doesn't believe in any of this dreamer crap. She believes, hey, you went through college, you went through to Harvard, and you're still an illegal alien. You should be able to figure out how to survive in Mexico, throw them back over. I don't agree with her. 
But again, she has family that can't come to the United States right now because of legal issues. But they continue to do it the right way. It's been seven, eight years, and now they're looking at being able to get into the United States legally. And she is bent out of shape because these people cross the border and just are allowed to to come and do whatever they want to do. Get drivers in California, they can get driver's licenses, get uh, get IDs, they can buy cars, they get a uh, a worker ID number, they can do anything. And she said that her brothers will not do it illegally. They will not come over the border the way these folks are doing. And she thinks it's absolutely disgusting. Listen, what are the Democrats trying to do? They're trying to get, if they get this H-1 bill through the Senate. And there is a chance it'll get through the Senate. There is a chance. I, I can't think of how it will get through the Senate because it is completely an unconstitutional bill. And then I, I, I was listening to Fox News. I believe it was Fox News. I can't remember who I was listening to. Maybe it was Ben Shapiro. But there's a possibility that they'll start packing the federal courts and that H.R. 1 would never even get to the Supreme Court. They don't need to pack the Supreme Court. Let's pack the federal appellate's courts. Let's pack the D.C. Court of Appeals, which is something that they want to make it that you can't sue in your, fed, in your district. You have to go to the District of Columbia Federal Court of Appeals, and maybe that's the only one they need to pack. It's very disturbing. The Democrats aren't hiding it anymore. The Democrats want to rule forever. These a-holes are just putting it right back in the right out in the open, and people are buying their crap. It's absolutely, it's god-awful. I'm glad I'm not going to do the Meghan Markle thing today uh, and Prince Harry thing because I will have to do it tomorrow. There's a ton of clips. I got a lot to say. I think it is a very telling interview, so I do want to talk a little bit about it. But I just told you, I, I bought a Mark Twain anthology. It's got several different Mark Twain books, including Huck Finn, Tom Sawyer, The Prince and the Pauper, um... The Connecticut Yankee in the King Arthur's Court, The Tragedy of Puddinghead Wilson. The reason I bought this book, um, well, I made a mistake. I made a huge mistake. And my huge mistake involves doing buying everything electronically. I actually either listen to an audio podcast or I buy the book on my Kindle. Big frickin' mistake. And the reason it's a big mistake is because now Mark Twain on CNN this week or last week, someone said because Mark Twain used the N-word a couple of times that Mark Twain should be banned. Well, we Josie and I went to Barnes & Noble to take a look if we could find any Dr. Seuss books. Guess what? Not one Dr. Seuss book could be found at Barnes & Noble. Now, is it possible they were sold out? I doubt it. And the reason I doubt it is Dr. Seuss has so many books, they used to have its own section. That section was gone. 
There were no Dr. Seuss books to be found. I did find five or six books about Kamala Harris. I'm pretty sure I didn't read any of them, but I'm pretty little kids books about Kamala Harris. I'm pretty sure none of those books talked about how she was sleeping with uh, Willie Davis or whatever his name is in California to start a political career. But, you know, hey, you had a bunch. You had three books on um, Michelle Obama. Uh, none on Joe Biden, by the way. Hint, hint, hint. Yeah, Joe Biden's not going to be president much longer. When I saw that they had actually banned those books, I thought to myself, all right, I, I need to start buying physical books because right now they can't take those away from me. If I bought um, Mark Twain, if I bought Mark Twain on my Kindle, and they ban and Amazon decided to ban Mark Twain. Watch, it's coming, folks. It's coming. They would actually just pull it right off my Kindle, just like they did with that uh, book I talked about last week. It's gotten to be very scary. So I'm I'm going through my library, and you know I live very, I, I live basically in a trailer. All right, there's no heat. I'm freezing cold. I'm actually wearing a jacket right now. It's that cold. The Scary thing is, I'm checking my library. I don't have a lot of room for the books, but I will not get rid of them, any of them. I made sure I had 1984 and Animal Farm by George Orwell. I made sure I had a, um, Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury. I made sure I had Plato's books. I made sure I had Aristotle's books. I, You know those books will be banned because basically Western civilization is more so Aristotle than Plato. But I made, I, I haven't even read them yet. I'm reading uh, Republic by Plato, and then I'll, I'll probably read uh, Ethics by Aristotle. But, and I've never read them before, so I, I figure, I'm, I made sure I had my Bible, and I made sure my Bible's in good shape. Good news is I have two Bibles. Here's the problem. They're coming for Western civilization. And you, maybe you don't read, maybe you do. But if you do read, buy the physical book. Ben Shapiro said that. He said he only buys physical books. And he does that for a reason. He's Jewish, so he can only read on Saturdays. I think it's Saturdays or Sundays. I'm not sure what it is. But he's not allowed to use electronics because he's a his, he's an Orthodox Jew. And he says every Saturday, I mean, the guy's brilliant. So he could read Tom Sawyer in a day. But he sat back and said... Uh, I always buy physical books, and this is part of the reason they're now beginning to ban books. And when I heard CNN talk, and I, t I talked to Josie when we were at the Barnes & Noble, I said, it's only a matter of time before they get rid of Mark Twain. And just the next day, they had a guy say, hey, Mark Twain used the N-word several times. He should probably be banned for racism. Mark Twain was one of the most brilliant writers in history. And... This stuff happened in the 19th century. And so terminology they used in the 19th century was not considered offensive back then. It's considered offensive now. The N-word's offensive now. Back in the 19th century, it wasn't considered offensive. A little boy, Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer, were calling blacks the N-word, and the blacks just responded. Because it wasn't a thing. They just, oh, whatever. They were raised that way. But it doesn't matter. 
It's all, all literature has got to be gone. My next book after that will, this will be Shakespeare because I, Shakespeare is going to be very hard to ban because nothing is outright, but that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. So get your books, use your Amazon, use your Amazon before Amazon screws it up. The only reason I love Amazon, I won't quit Amazon, is because I asked for this book two days ago and I've got it already. And same with my same with my Shakespeare book. I'm hoping it gets here in two days. And then when they ban it, I'll have the physical book. And then I'll be like the guys in Fahrenheit 451 and 1984 and I'll have my little book stash someplace. Uh, and I can hide it. So, okay, um... You can follow me on Twitter at Runnin' Fool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this. Or you can uh, follow me on uh, Parlor. I'm going to talk about Parlor. I don't know if Parlor's up yet. You can follow me on Parlor at Dumbasses Talking Politics. You can follow me on Rumble at Dumbasses Talking Politics. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, uh, Stitcher. YouTube, and Rumble. Visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I actually do have the um, Markle Prince Harry story, but we're going to do that tomorrow because I'm going to use cussing and I'm going to have to actually mark this as a um, foul language on YouTube so I don't get banned. Enjoy your day. This is Gene. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. (laughs) 